God has been taking us through, or through a series titled The Seven Spirit of God. The Seven Spirit of God. Now, quickly, let's recap. I want somebody, I want us to unmute our devices. What is the first, what is the first spirit that we looked at quickly? If you know, just unmute your device and tell us. Spirit of wisdom. The spirit of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord is the first one. Thank you. The Lord bless you. Yes. Uh, who can tell us the second one? What was the second uh, spirit that we looked at? The spirit of understanding. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of understanding. So we look at the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom, which is number two. And then number three, the spirit of understanding. Okay, thank you. Then the, what is the fourth one? The spirit of counsel. The spirit of counsel. Yes, the spirit of counsel. Uh, the spirit of counsel. Again, the question I'm asking us is also in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. All right, so that's the fourth one. Then the fifth one is where? Spirit of mind. The spirit of mind, the spirit of mind, yes, the spirit of mind. Okay, and then number six. The spirit, spirit of knowledge. The spirit of knowledge, the spirit of knowledge, amen. And then the spirit of the fear of the law, the law. Thank you, bless you all in Jesus' name. You may now mute your devices now. Uh, I'm going to read quickly here, Proverbs chapter uh, 1, Proverbs chapter 1, and I'll read from verse 7 to 8. So this morning, we'll look at the spirit of the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord, so I'm reading Proverbs 1, verse 7 to 8. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. In Psalm 111, you also see saying that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, so the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, verses 8. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Praise the Lord. Now, I also read from Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, the chapter right after Proverbs. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. I pray for you this morning. You will fear the Lord. Your household will fear the Lord in Jesus' name. Now, the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? The fear of the Lord is simply to reverence God in all that we do to reverence let us take the father to child relationship um 
in those days while growing up. Uh, and I believe if you ask every child, maybe particularly from abroad, they will tell you that they feared their dad. Um, why? Again, for many reasons. Now, the fear in that context doesn't mean that their dad walking and they begin to uh, panic or shake, no. But the fear there is also a way of respect and honor. Now, to fear the Lord is to reverence the law. That means in whatever thing you do, you, you, you put God first. So invariably we can say the fear of the Lord is to put God first in everything that you do. If you are going to take a decision, you fear the law. If you are going to judge between two people, you are closer to one, you are not closer to the other. The fear of the law forbids you from perverting justice. So the fear of the law, number one, it is to reverence God. The fear of the law is to honor God and to put him first in everything that you do. You are about making a, a choice of life partner, singles. The fear of the Lord demands that you don't marry a brother that does not fear God, that is not a child of God. He might not be wealthy right now materially, but if that brother stay with God, money won't be a problem later in the name of Jesus. Now, uh, also for a brother, that sister may not as be you know beautiful as you will anticipate. Uh, but I tell you, if a woman fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Our prize is far more than rubies that we have learned even on Sunday. So brethren, the fear of the Lord is like a check and balances. That's number three. The fear of the Lord is like the check and balances that keeps us from evil. Now, the combination of this seven spirit can be found in the Lord Jesus Christ while he was here on earth. The spirit of the fear of the Lord was upon him. Now, in fact, the book of Isaiah chapter 45, you know, did elaborated more on this, on this, on this subject. It, again, it was still talking about, you know, the, the, his servant, how he will strengthen the hands of his servant. Now, uh, I mean, Isaiah 42, it said, Behold, my servant whom I have opposed, my elect, in whom there my soul delight. I have put my spirit upon him, and he shall bring forth judgment to the Gentile. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cast, I mean, cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flash shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail, nor be discouraged. You will not fail, you will not be discouraged. In the name of Jesus, declare to yourself, I will not fail, I will not be discouraged. Amen. And so if you read again, if you read further, you see that 
he further elaborated on what the law the law will do. I see talking about the the Almighty God. So the fear of the law, one of the things that he does in our life is that he keeps us from evil. So number four or number five, the fear of the Lord is to, I mean, the fear of the Lord is to embrace all the Lord's instruction. The fear of the Lord is to embrace the Lord's instruction. What the Lord says. If the, if the Lord says, do not fornicate, do not fornicate. The Lord, uh, this morning, our brother prayed you know, against the spirit of lying. Are uh, you see a liar here? Uh, that means you don't fear God. So the spirit of the fear of the Lord, we all need this spirit. It's not a question whether you're a pastor or minister. It is not, that's not the point. Every man needs this. Every woman needs this. Every child needs it. Every youth, teenagers, man, everybody in the world needs the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Then the fear of the Lord also is to depart from evil. It is to depart from evil. Where we also read in that book of Ecclesiastes 12, 13, it says that we, are, we hope we should hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and depart from evil. This is the whole duty of man, is that we fear God. And the last verse, verse 14, tells us that there's nothing secret that God will not make open. So are you trying, are you doing something in the secret right now you think nobody knows? No, there is nothing secret that God will not make open. In fact, what you call secret is open before God and open before somebody else. So the fear of the law is like your check and balances. As you go to school, the spirit of the fear of the law must be upon you. As you go to work, it must constantly be upon you. As you travel, it must constantly be upon you. The spirit of the fear of the Lord is, 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 like, is like that spirit that puts you in check. You don't misbehave. You don't talk anyhow. You don't say things that are not true. You don't say, I was there when you were not there. You don't, uh, you know, you don't, you don't pin down the neck of your neighbor, whether violent or uh, intentionally or intentionally. The fear of the Lord, you will not talk down the church of God, the tabernacle of God. And neither will you talk down on your neighbor or God's servant. The fear of the Lord, you know, it, 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 when the fear of the Lord is upon you, you can't pull your, the company where you walk down. When the fear of the Lord is upon you, you can't pull your own home down. When the fear of the Lord is upon you, you will not keep company with bad people. When I mean bad people, people that do not fear the Lord. So, brethren, the fear of the Lord is everything. Is 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 that spirit that put us in check? When we are both going astray, the fear of the Lord will come to you and said, "Watch what you are doing." Now, as get as we pray, we are brethren. We live in an evil day. And the Bible tells us the fear of the Lord is to depart from evil. We live in a dangerous time, in a perilous time. 
where there's so much evil everywhere in the church and their family and the community all over the world. Evil, 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 evil is everywhere. And so if a believer goes about the streets without the fear of the Lord, he or she is likely going to fall into that evil. But I pray for you in the name of Jesus, you will not fall into evil. I will not fall into evil. Your household will not fall into evil. My household will not fall into evil. The church of God will not fall into evil. Parents, you need to teach your children the fear of the law. Look at the testimony of, uh, of uh, our brother, Onyulala. You hear his testimony. Uh, you know, that now you understood better. Any child that fears the Lord, even if your parents are not there, you will not engage in evil. The Lord will keep you. But if a child doesn't have the fear of the law, even when daddy and mommy are they say, well, now freedom has finally come. I have been praying for freedom for a long time. And finally, I am free, free to fly. Hmm. You need to be careful. Now, the, the, because we live in an evil day, evil represents darkness. We live in an evil day, brethren, and we must be watchful. That's why you need the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord in this perverse generation, it will keep you from corruption. Corruption of words, corruption financially, corruption materially, and so on. Corruption is everywhere. Corruption in government. Oh, corruption in the church. Corruption in everywhere organization. And I perceive in the heart of God. Are there no people that fear me anymore in the land? So the fear, the spirit of the fear of the Lord is required for everybody. So that you don't fall into corruption. They call you to come and make a deal. You tell them no. I'll give you two examples and then we'll pray. If you are listening, if you are listening to me, I want you to unmute your device and shout a big hallelujah. 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 I'm glad there are some people that are with us. Amen. Now, two examples. When I nearly got to this land and I secured like more or less like a casual job, it's like a sales position. And in that sense, I met with a, a brother. I won't mention his nationality so that uh, people there won't feel offended, but nothing against that. But I met a brother, I call him a brother. Um, it's not from my side, but Something happened in the process. Um, I had to leave. I had to leave that company for the day. Yeah, it was time to go. God had told me in the morning. And in the afternoon, too, my direct supervisor told me things were not going the way it was supposed to go. So, and there was so much involved. 
but I'll spare you the other story. But where I'm going is this. So myself and these colleagues of mine, we have met a, a business in the city who had agreed to, to buy the company's product. And so at, at the time he agreed finally to, to go into business with the company that I represent then was at the time where I had to leave that company. So, and so when the brother got to know that I was leaving and the deal was already, uh, he now said, okay, that even if I, even as I'm going, that how about we still keep in touch? If I, he kept in touch, not that even he kept in touch after I left, a few days after, um, and told me that he wants us to strike a deal. That deal, he will represent the company I was working for and the customer. So, but, but we will still continue with the deal. And then when it's scaled through, I will take this percentage, he will take this percentage, even though I'm no longer with the company. I told him no. And brethren, at that time, I'm telling you, $1 is a big money. I mean, very, 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 very big money. And here's somebody saying that I should come and strike a deal. And I knew the amount I was going to get from it. But the fear of the law, the spirit of the fear of the law, by God's grace, would not allow me. I told him no. He made the second attempt. I told him no. And I will stop communicating to today. Also, now, this particularly to our youth, young brothers and sisters. Uh, coming into this land as a man that is not married, uh, I was faced with different things, just like every other person that will fear the law. And so, at a time where money was very plenty, and lo and behold, here is this young uh, lady saying, ah, don't worry, I'm going to give you money. She asked her, she will buy me this, she will buy me that, uh, and so on. And I won't forget that particular. And the Lord told me, the glory ahead of you is greater than the temptation today. Brethren, the spirit of the Lord forbid me from engaging in those practices. Brethren, as we go out today, do you fear God? Do you fear God? Don't pull any other person down so that you can rise. No, that's not the fear of the Lord. You see somebody, you, you pray that they go up more, more, more. As you pray for them, God too, remember, I'm lifting you up, up. And before you know, God will even lift you above them. So we need the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Let us teach our children what it means to fear God. Because it will give you rest as parents when you are old. I want you to bow down your head wherever you may be and pray this to prayer and say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. Go ahead and make that your prayer this morning. Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. To you alone be all the glory. And if perhaps you have been engaging in some dirty deal and the word of God has come to you, you need to repent immediately and restitute your way before it is too late. And you need to fear the Lord in your workplace, in your family, as you deal with your wife, your children, your extended 
the fear of the Lord must be the center of everything. But as brethren, we must relate with each other under the fear of the Lord. Cry to God this morning and I appreciate him for his word. Now you are here this morning, you are not born again. You have not invited Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning as sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, I turn from every evil way and I embrace the way of righteousness. Lord Jesus, keep me to the end in Jesus' name and let me walk in the seventh spirit of the Lord. Father, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Lay your hand upon them. Forgive them their sin. Purge away their iniquity. Write their name in the book of life. And let it be well with them. Those that have made up their mind to depart from evil. Father, please help them. And those that are here to make up their mind, deliver them. In Jesus' name, we are afraid. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are afraid. Lastly, you are going to pray, and then thereafter, we will lay our hand on our head, and then I will be praying as the Lord give me utterance. Now, you are going to pray and say, Father, deliver me and my household from all evil in the mighty name of Jesus, and cause us to walk in your fear. Go ahead and make that your prayer anywhere you may be this morning. Lift up your voices in the name of Jesus. As we go out today, the Bible said in Psalm 91, verse 10, He shall deliver you from all evil. He shall deliver you from the snares of the fowler. Brethren, we live in a wicked world. We live in a dangerous world. We live in a world where you don't know your neighbor. We live in a world where you don't know somebody can tell you to come and eat, but in his heart is, is there. He's so, you know, is destruction. See, Father, keep me from all evil. Please pray for your children that the Lord will keep them from all evil. Pray for all our men and women, the Lord will keep them from evil. Father, as we go out today, please keep me and my household from all evil. In the name of Jesus, keep your church from all evil. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. I want you to unmute your devices and lay your heart right hand upon your head. Father, in the name of Jesus. We have come to thank you. You have taught us about the seven spirits of God, and particularly this morning on this, the fear of the Lord. We know that each one of us has the fear of the Lord in our lives. This word that your children have heard, let it bear fruit in them. Let it in, in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. My Father, let the of the fear of the Lord rest upon each one of us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let it begin to manifest in our children in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I pray the grace to say no to evil. We receive this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. To the word of the Lord. We receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray in the name of Jesus for all our men, all our women. We will fear the Lord in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our children, all our youth, the spirit of the Lord will rest upon you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, into your hand, Jesus, now 
Cause everyone to walk in your fear in the name of Jesus. Amen. All your children, yes, amen. This morning, I pray for anyone that may be sick as they lay their hand on their head. Heal them all in the name of Jesus. Hearing you, hearing you, Lord Jesus, but I'm under the pressure of sin. Lord Jesus, I pray in the empower them not to bow in the name of Jesus. Joseph refused to bow and to succumb to evil. You will not succumb to evil in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Today, the Lord will keep you from all evil. Amen. Before you are your household, have testimony. Amen. In the most powerful name, we are afraid.